You're listening to Rama for Today. Now here's something you need to see. It's so important. She did not feel first and then believe. But she believed first and then felt. So many people want to feel first and then believe. That won't work. That's getting the cart before the horse. And really what their faith is in is in their feelings, not in, their, not in God's Word. I've asked people, or I've heard people say after prayer, after hands were laid upon them. Well, I believe that I'm going to be healed now. I feel better. I know right then they might as well forget it. They just might as well. What if they felt worse? You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan on Miracles of Healing, Volume 3. You see, uh, there are three stages. First, listen carefully, take the same steps this woman took, and you'll be healed without exception. Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. All right, number one. She believed that she would be healed. I said she believed that she would be healed. There was a certain woman with the issue of blood, 12 years, who suffered many things and many physicians, spent all of her living, was nothing about it, rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, touched his garment, for she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. She believed she would be healed. She believes, oh, if you could just get people to come to the services believing that they will be healed. But you see, too many are coming to try it out. Maybe I will. I sure hope so. Well, I tried that and it didn't work. I could have told you ahead of time it wouldn't have worked. We could have saved some people all the expense of coming halfway around the world to get here to try it out. If they'd just listen. Come believing you will be healed. Come expecting to be healed. She believed she would be healed. You can read that in what she said, can't you? Can't you? And Jesus said it was her faith that healed her. It wasn't his faith. It wasn't Peter's faith or, or John's or James or any other apostles or any of the crowd's faith. It's her faith. Daughter, thy faith is made healed. So, she believed that she would be healed. She said, if I may touch his garment I shall be whole. Hallelujah to Jesus. Then secondly, she came and touched. She did something. She did something. The personal and vital element in faith is here brought out very vividly. Faith is more than believing. It is a living contact with a living Savior. Praise God forevermore. It is the outreaching of a conscious need in us, feeling after, and finding its supply in Him. It is not a mere outward approach. 
not even a mere mental approach. Hundreds thronged him because the Bible said the multitude thronged him. Hundreds thronged him, but only one touched him. Then thirdly, there is the conscious receiving after the naked believing and the actual coming. The conscious receiving. Immediately her blood was stanched or staunched. She felt in her body that she was hold of her plague. Now here's something you need to see. It's so important. She did not feel first and then believe. But she believed first and then felt. So many people want to feel first and then believe. That won't work. That's getting the cart before the horse. And really what their faith is in is in their feelings, not in their not in God's Word. I've asked people, or I've heard people say after prayer, after hands were laid upon them, well, I believe that I'm going to be healed now, I feel better. I know right then, they might as well forget it. They just might as well. What if they felt worse? I've seen people prayed for that felt worse. And that they said, according to the Word of God, I'm healed in a few days, every symptom's gone. I mean, and they were terminal cases. What about when Jesus, on more than one occasion, but you know the record, commanded an evil spirit to come out of person? The Bible said, before he left, he threw him down and tore him. But Jesus already spoke the command of faith and told him to come out. And yet, he's worse. There he is, a walling on the ground. That, that evil spirit throwed him down and tore him. That means he had a fit. I said, that means he had a fit. Well, he didn't get better right away. He got worse for a little while. And then he was all right. I've seen that happen so many, many times. You see, if your faith is mislocated and on the wrong thing, it'll mess you up. That's so important. I wanted to say it again. I want to say it again. Because it's so important that she did not feel first. Notice that she didn't feel in her body she healed that plague. But she had already, several verses before that, it said, for she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. She believed she would be healed. She didn't feel first and then believe. She believed and then she felt. And that's the way it works. Oh, if you could ever get that over to people. If you could ever get that over to people. Our believing should be based on Christ. Her believing was based on him. If I may but touch his clothes. Hallelujah, I shall be whole or shall be healed. Are you listening to me? And so that's so important. We, we, we need to get it. We need to get it. Now, let's go just a little further in discussing her faith. Notice that Jesus said, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Now, whose faith made her whole? Jesus' faith? No, no. A lot of people would be glad if it's that way, if Jesus faith would work for me. But Jesus' faith won't work for you. I know he is, he was a man of faith. There's no doubt about that. Amen. But it wasn't his faith that obtained the woman's healing. Was it the faith of the apostles? No, it was not the faith of the apostles. Was it the faith of the crowd? No, the crowd didn't have much faith. Usually a crowd's full of unbelief. No, it was her faith. 
Daughter, he specifies, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. I never will forget it. The longest day I live, and I've lived a few years, I was bedfast. I had been bedfast from the 22nd day of April, 1933, and now then it's November, 1933. So I've been bedfast approximately six months. I stayed bedfast for uh, actually 16 months altogether before I was healed. But you see, I'm struggling in these months. The doctors, five of them, have shook their head and said nothing can be done. You have to die. You have to die. One doctor said to my folks, they didn't tell me then. Mama told me afterwards. The second doctor, they were five doctors on the case eventually. The second doctor on the case said to them, shook his head and said, in the month of July of 1933, oh, he said, it, it's, it, it's such a pity that we do not have the law just to give people like him a shot and put them to sleep and they'll never wake up. I'm so glad, thank God, they didn't have such a law. Because if it had been legal, he would have given me a shot and put me to sleep and I'd never awaken. And, and what you see here today would not have been here. Amen. Are you listening? Thank God they didn't have that kind of law. And we need to see to it that they never have that kind of law. There is no such thing as a hopeless or helpless case with the Lord. Hallelujah to Jesus. There is no such thing as being beyond the aid of God. Humanly speaking, it may be so. Humanly speaking, doctors may have done all they could do. But there's no case. Blessed be God that's helpless. My case. I can sort of relate to this woman. Because my case, medically speaking, was helpless and hopeless. But blessed be God, the doctor said nothing can be done. But on the inside of me, oh, I'm so glad. I'll forever be grateful. Throughout eternity, throughout eternity, I'll praise God for some things I learned as a teenager. By learning them early, they helped me a lot and saved me a lot. I'm glad I learned back there as a teenager to listen to my spirit instead of my head. To listen to my spirit. Something, oh, I didn't know what it was. I know now it's my spirit. All I knew was something on the inside of me told me. Oh, I don't mean it told me in an audible voice. No. Something on the inside of me told me. By, uh, by that I mean bore witness to it. I, I got the meaning at least. That, that it could be healed. That it didn't have to die at that early age of 15, 16 years then. I was 16 years. I was 15 when I became bed for 16 then by November of 33. Didn't have to die at that age. Something on the inside of me. In that, uh, that, that uh, something that's hard to define. Uh, not an audible voice. We call it sometimes a still small voice. Something on the inside of me told me there was help. There was healing. Something on the inside of me told me it was in this book. Told me there's where you'll find it. There's where you'll find it. There's where you'll find it. And thank God I got in the book. Praise God forevermore. I got in the book. And I had the book with me that constantly. I slept with the book in my arms. I slept with the book under my head. Glory to God, I never let the book out of my sight. Because you see the helps in the book. Hallelujah to Jesus. And so it is today. 
So it is today. This is God's book. Hallelujah to God. This is the book of God. The book of God. So men read books trying to find help. So men look to men trying to find help. But look to the divine one and to his divine book. For out of his pages flow eternal life. And out of its pages flow health and healing. Yea, rejoice and be glad for the book is the same today as it was yesterday. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. The first item in the offer is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled Zoe, The God Kind of Life. Also included is Kenneth Hagan's three CD series, Faith That Works. These great resources are for the special price of $17.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We're going to be in Crusades in March. To Waco yes, yes. for March 20th through the 22nd, Wednesday night through Friday night at Family Worship Center there in Waco. Now, if you want to find out more information about those, just go to rhema.org and all of our traveling schedule is on there and there's details on there if you want to find those out. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on Miracles of Healing, Volume 3. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.